Hello and welcome to Mashley at the Movies. I'm Ashley. And I'm Matt. And this is another episode in our 31 Days of Halloween, where each day in October we discuss a movie in the horror, thriller, suspense genres. And today's movie is called Body Bags. Matt's going to tell us about it. Yeah, so this came out in 1993. It was a Showtime movie. And it was directed by uh, John Carpenter and Toby Hooper, who, if you know anything about horror movies, you should recognize those names. Um, This is an anthology movie. It has three different stories in it that are connected by scenes in a morgue where uh, the the main morgue attendant who is in there, played by John Carpenter, Mm -hmm. in some kind of corpse-like makeup <laughs> and so he guides us through um the you know hour and a half or so of this, of this movie as we go from story to story uh yeah that's the setup so yeah there you know, like you said there's three stories and i thought each one was well directed i think the first two were john carpenter and then the last one was toby hooper um the first in the series was my favorite um I'll say all three of them, I thought the the stories were a bit mundane in that I feel like I've at least read or seen stories similar to the to these. Um, so nothing really original as far as the stories go. It was really all how they were directed and how they were um, acted that made them, I think, pretty interesting and, and pretty good. Um, but the first one was my favorite, and it's just kind of a standard... Um, um, serial killer movie. The it, it features a, a young woman who is working the late shift at a gas station. She's all alone, and there's a serial killer on the loose. So you know, yeah, it, the way it's done is just very suspenseful, and um, I really, really liked that one. the The second one um, with um, Stacy Keach. Stacy Keach as this guy who's going bald, and he tries this experimental. <laughs> experimental uh, procedure to grow hair um uh, there were some very there were some scenes that made me squirm in in, in that one um because of course this procedure does not completely go as planned um so you know it was fine again well acted well directed um kind of predictable um really interesting casting in this movie in in all three of the little stories um just some surprising some surprising people show up um, a lot of horror directors uh, make kind of cameo appearances. Um, some pop singers show up. It's it's just really interesting casting, but I think it it works. I mean, everyone does a really good job. And uh, and then finally, the third movie, I um, Mark Hamill um, was the star of that one. It's great to see him. Um, he, you know, really kind of hammed it up, and I thought he did a pretty good job, though. Um, and that was probably my least of the least favorite of the three. What did you think? Yeah, so <clears throat> there's aspects about this movie that I, I really liked, and there's a lot of things I didn't like about it. Uh, I'll talk first about the things that I liked. Um, I loved the uh, pop-up horror director cameos. Um, so I love seeing John Carpenter. Mm-hmm. Um, Roger Corman shows up in this. Sam Raimi, um, Toby Hooper, obviously. Uh, so, you know, you, and I'm probably forgetting some, but, you know, you, you have a lot of, uh, you know, people in here that are, you know, steeped in, in horrordom, so to speak. Um, 
And I loved the, uh, loved is maybe strong, but I really liked the first of the three stories, the one at the gas station. Mm-hmm. Um, really good direction. Um, I, I, uh, cinematography was good in that. I liked the way the shots were framed. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it had some genuine suspense. Um, you know, it, it, it felt the most horror-like. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, I liked the fact that a lot of it operated... Um, on a fairly bloodless level for a while, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, it was it was just generating some suspense, like, okay, well, you knew something was going to happen. Right. Um, and, and creepy things were going on, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, that's right, Russ Craven's in this too. He shows yeah. up in that, in that, that episode. So, um, but then, of course, it uh, finally, it just, just starts it starts to go kind of bonkers and there's, there's blood and, and stuff. And mm-hmm. But it was kind of almost in such a, I, it sounds odd, but it was in such a, slapstick way that mm-hmm. it was it was bearable tolerable so uh yeah no i really liked i think the first was the favorite of, of those three yeah i agree um for the reasons you said um i felt like the again the the third one for me was the weakest because i swear i've seen the story but it was so predictable i knew exactly what was going to happen um and it was a little, that one was a little more kind of violent. It felt a little more violent to me. Um, and some kind of, you know, gratuitous <laughs> nudity too. I felt like there were, there were moments where I felt like they were just trying to kind of shock you. Um, I don't know whether that was Mark Hamill's backside <laughs> or his body double's backside. But right. I didn't need to see that. No, no. Um, one thing I'll mention: there is kind of there is quite a bit of humor in here. It's it's the very dark variety of humor. So if you're kind of into that, um, so you know what this was, I, I, I highly suspect. Now, something I read about this after we watched it was that uh, um, that it was the uh, attempt, I think, at a pilot for a show, and Showtime ended up passing on it. Mm. But you know, this is '93, so this is four years after Tales from the Crypt debuted on HBO which I used to watch a lot with my friend Derek. Mm-hmm. I've mentioned my friend Derek quite a bit this month and I'm in these episodes. Um, so I I bet this was Showtime's attempt to do Tales from the Crypt. Because, uh, you know, Tales from the Crypt had the Crypt Keeper as the host. This one would have had probably John Carpenter or, or you know whoever playing the morgue attendant. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, yeah, I bet that's what this was. Well, it certainly feels like that. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll say too, I, as much as I like John Carpenter, I didn't really like him as the morgue attendant and the, the linking of this, of the different stories, um, through him was, was not that effective. I didn't think his, there, this is an, this is a place where there was some attempt at this dark black humor and it didn't always work for me. In fact, it rarely worked for me. Um, yeah. So, okay. This leads into my my issues I have with it, and they're fairly big, actually. Um, so one, if you were going to have a, a, a setup where there's a linking um, you know, monologue that you're doing between stories, then that has to pay off. So in other words, I honestly, you know, I was just kind of getting acclimated to the movie when it first started off, so I don't remember exactly what his character said bef- right before they led into the first part, the one at the mm-hmm. gas station. Mm-hmm. But after it was all over, I, I remember thinking, I don't really know if this, if that led into this story or not. I don't know if it did because you, you're thinking that you know he's so he's going from body to body, mm-hmm. talking about how these people in the morgue died, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, I forget exactly what he said right before we led into the first 
story. But I can tell you that what he said leading into the second story had nothing whatever to do with the second story. Yeah. And then I can also tell you that what he said leading into the third story had absolutely nothing to do with the third story. Yeah. So that my whole thing was like, okay, what's the purpose of this then? You, you, if you're going to, to have this, mm-hmm. this, this supposed linking device, then they have to link. Right. Uh, other, so that was throwing me off and, I, and that you know, was some demerits in, in my book. Um, now, as much as I said earlier that I liked the first story, I did not like the second two very much. The second one, the one with Stacey Keats trying to grow hair, it was funny. I found it humorous, uh-huh. but actually to the point where, you know, I was, it was going on long enough that I thought to myself, where's the horror? Mm. Where's the suspense? Where's the, the, you know, right now, this is a kind of a subtle comedy where Stacy Keach wants to grow hair and his girlfriend's telling him she doesn't really care if he's bald or not. Uh-huh. And that's all we got. <laughs> I mean, I feel like it took a little too long to bring in the, you know, sort of uh, fictional horrific element. Mm-hmm. And saying that, I thought that was a bad payoff. Mm-hmm. I didn't care for, you know, when it finally did turn kind of creepy and whatever. It didn't work for me. Um and I don't know whether that was supposed to be funny as well, but I don't know. It, that, whole, that whole back part didn't work for me in that second story. Yeah. And then the third story, um, I didn't care for it all. I thought Mark Hamill was hamming, hamming it up and, and not in a good way. Okay. <laughs> um, and yeah, I, I was sort of suspecting what was happening. And then when it was finally confirmed... Again, I don't know. I mean, it was just sort of like, oh, okay. So how is this going to resolve? Oh, okay, it's resolved itself. And that's kind of how I looked at it. Yeah. So I agree with you. With, you know, the linking device was not consistently implemented. I think with the first story, um, when he finds that first body back, he says something about how this body um, was found on a, on a lonely highway or something. And then it cuts to the gas station mm-hmm. and I would as we were watching that episode I was like okay whose body is going to end up on the lonely highway it doesn't really spell that out I mean I could see how maybe it could end up that way but it the that particular what we see in that particular um segment does not show us a body on the on the highway no. <laughs> so I don't know none of them really seem to um to match up with what he's talking about so, yeah, I agree that was kind of a fail, a failure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and going back to the Tales from the Crypt potential connection, mm-hmm. um, you know, I watched a lot of those episodes from the five or six years it was on. And, mm-hmm. you know, some weeks uh, those episodes were, were pretty good. And other weeks they were not good. <laughs> and that's just kind of how you know, a lot of TV shows are. Yeah, sure. The, the problem is when you're doing just a straight up 90 minute movie anthology movie and you know you're doing three stories all of them got to bring their a game you can't have it can't be like oh well this one's good but eh, that one's like uh you can't do that in this in this situation well right i mean if this is your attempt at a pilot in particular you need to make sure everyone's putting forth their a game and and you have you know you have a lot of talent involved here mm-hmm. um it, but i don't think they really um, brought what was needed <laughs> I would agree with that. Um, what do you give it out of 10? Uh, I'm going to give it a 6 out of 10. I give it a 5. So it's got a 5.5 from us. 
and it is on the tomato meter. It has a fresh 67% from critics, an audience score of 39%. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so that's Body Bags. Body Bags. And, uh, yeah, uh, happy haunting. Yes, thanks for listening. Thank <laughs> you.